0: Well, we pay a lot of attention to what happens in the U.S. on this side of the border and Roe versus Wade. The decision today, of course, is a monumental one. It crosses borders. A very different story here, though, of course, abortion is legal in Canada, or at least allowed. In 1988, our Supreme Court struck down a law that banned abortions, except in cases where the mum's life was threatened. Access to abortion, though, is another matter. While abortion is covered under the Canada Health Act, that only means provinces can't make patients pay for the procedure. It doesn't obligate province to provide them. Well, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is promising to defend abortion rights in this country and around the world. He called today's U.S. Supreme Court decision, quote, horrific. In the aftermath of Roe v. Wade back in 1973, the US became a destination for Canadian women seeking abortions. Those rules may now be reversed. Well, joining me now with more is Joyce Arthur. She's the executive director of the Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada. Thanks for your time tonight. Thank you, Ben. It's just your initial reaction, I think, after we saw the leaked uh, decision a few months ago. Uh, This may not have been a day that would come as a surprise, but nonetheless, uh, what was your initial reaction when you saw the decision?
1: Oh, my heart sank. It was just an awful thing to see first thing in the morning. And, um... It's a really devastating, heartbreaking decision. It's it's going to cause uh, a lot of damage and harm in the U.S. It's really unbelievable because what the Supreme Court has done is take actually for the first time ever removed uh, constitutional rights that people have depended on for 50 years. And uh, so it's unprecedented. And um, I've looked briefly at the decision. It's virtually identical to the the draft that was leaked in early May. So they didn't learn any lesson from the outrage. Uh, This is a very partisan decision. Uh, There's a conservative supermajority on the court. Um, They're all Roman Catholics. Um, I think this is a religious ideological decision. Um, You know, they hated the Roe v. Wade uh, decision and the the Planned Parenthood versus Casey, which is the companion decision in 1992. Uh, Both of them have been overruled. And um, I I think what's really shocking and enraging is that the, the decision shows just utter disregard, even contempt you know, for women's rights, for human rights, and uh, it, goes, it reaches back, you know, centuries when women didn't even have rights or the right to vote, uh, you know, as if that standard should be what we should be following today. It's just outrageous, and they've really made, um, you know, women's rights, women's bodies subject to the state, uh, right from the moment of conception. States are free to ban abortion as, as uh, you know, totally, and that's going to be, um, that's going to that's cause deaths, actually.
0: Coming back across the border, I mean, it's often um, it's often difficult on the Canadian side to look over to the U.S. And, and and sort of draw figure out what the impact might be. But where do you see the impact of this Roe v. Wade decision uh, in this country? <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I mean, we're lucky in Canada. We, we don't have any uh, laws limiting abortion, but we do have access problems. There's been gaps, longstanding gaps for years, which you we've know, been working on and things are better, but there's still a long ways to go. Uh, access can be pretty good in some of the major cities, but um, really abysmal outside that. So people are having to travel like from rural areas and from the north and uh, often trying to overcome many barriers depending on the province that you're in. So access is probably worse in the prairie provinces and in the Atlantic regions. So then we had the Roe v. Wade decision being overturned and the prospect, uh, the realistic prospect that, you know, many Americans are going to be wanting to come up to Canada for abortions. And, you know, they can, uh, they can come up here if they have a passport, if they have money, because they have to pay for the procedure. So this is only an option for uh, well-off people, uh, maybe people living close to the border, Uh, but uh, even a small number of Americans coming up here can really overwhelm our healthcare system. And we're not ready. We already don't have enough access for Canadians. And uh, we've been trying to use this moment to pressure the liberal government, the provinces to like increase funding. We need an infusion of funding and not just for two years or three years, they have given some funding, the liberal government, which is great. It's a start, but we need permanent increased funding so that provinces can expand sexual and reproductive health care across Canada, including abortion care, and we need more training of providers as well.
0: And yet this government often talks about him. Even today, the prime minister was out uh, expressing his disdain and his shock at this decision. Um, This government certainly talks a lot about access to abortion. Is it not doing enough to meet that?
1: Well, um, I mean, I don't know. I The Liberal government has done a lot compared to, say, previous governments, and and standing up and and supporting uh, abortion rights, reproductive rights is is a great thing. It sends a strong symbol. But yeah, we do need more action, and uh, I think we are starting to see a bit more of it. Uh, I noticed uh, today uh, when I was listening to the news that Trudeau was... He was wasn't just saying we're going to protect legal rights. It's a woman's right to choose. He actually went a bit further and said we're going to expand access across Canada. And I thought, oh, good. Let's hope he, he'll stick to his word and actually that he's been listening uh, to us and other pro-choice groups, uh, and that we'll see a, a big expansion of uh, abortion access in Canada.
0: Um, when when we think of, of what's happening, I mean, this is clearly going to put uh, give momentum. To, group, to conservative groups who've been fighting for this in the U.S. for a very long time. Uh, for those, for listeners who may not know how that, those movements cross boundaries, cross borders, do they, and what may this do to the, uh, to the, to the movement here in Canada?
1: It's a good question. I mean, Canada and the U.S. are very different and pol- politically, and certainly we do have an anti-abortion movement up here. Uh, I think they're uh, a lot, you know, I call them like a lot meeker and milder than the American uh, anti-abortion movement, which is a uh, been, you know, unfortunately very, very successful in their decades-long campaign to get to this point. They've worked really hard, um, you know, stacking the judiciary and, you know, changing campaign finance laws, Uh, all kinds of things that have really helped their cause. And uh, I mean, they're not going to stop here either. Uh, I mean, um, Mike Pence was just talking today about uh, looking for a federal ban on abortion. And there's also fears that they're going to go after contraception and uh, even like gay marriage and interracial marriage, because they all rest on the right to privacy, which is what uh, Roe v. Wade rested on as well. Uh, Now, in Canada, uh, our rights are a lot more secure, uh, I think, legally and uh, uh, socially, I think the population is much more pro choice and more liberal, more supportive of women's rights, for example. So uh, we're in a better position. And, uh, but you know, the anti choice movement is never going to give up. They keep trying, they often try and put forward private members bills in parliament, for example, to try and restrict abortion in some way or, or undermine abortion rights in some way. And there's no doubt that the anti-choice movement in Canada gets um, uh, support, uh, encouragement and support from the American movement. And, you know, they're, they're watching what's going on down there and hoping to replicate some of the tactics. And sometimes some of the bills that you see up here in Canada are a little bit copycats from bills that you've seen in the U S um, they're just not as successful here in Canada, at getting their agenda across, but we, and we want to make sure that we keep it that way. I think one reason that the anti-choice movement has not been successful in Canada is because of the strength of the the pro-choice movement and the women's rights movement, always fighting back against any encroachment of our rights. So we're going to keep continuing to do that, and hopefully um, the anti-choice movement in Canada will not feel emboldened um, by this, uh, this decision today.
0: Joyce Arthur, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it.
1: Okay, thanks, Ben.